Hi and welcome to the very first episode of the Movie Appreciation Initiative. Today's episode we will be talking about The Devil All the Time, a brand new Netflix original released quite recently on the 16th of September and directed by Antonio Campos. Um the main reason I chose to watch this movie and the main reason why I think a lot of other people will decide to watch it is because of its brilliant star-studded cast featuring the likes of Robert Pattinson, Tom Holland, Sebastian Stan, Bill Skarsgård, Harry Melling, Jason Clarke and Mia Wasikowska. Um these guys do an amazing job in the movie just like the rest of the cast and um they really allow the movie to shine. Now I do know that this movie is based on the novel of the same name by author Donald Ray Pollock who also serves as the movie's narrator but I have not read the book in any capacity so I won't be talking about how well the movie depicted the book or anything like that my review will solely be based on the movie and not its relation to the book right so let's get into it the movie tells a number of different stories with a number of main characters at first you won't be able to see the connections between these different stories and it will be a conf- it will be a bit confusing as the movie switches between these different stories and different characters um but as the movie progresses um the movie does a brilliant job of um allowing the threads of these individual stories to weave into each other and quite satisfyingly create one unified story the movie puts a heavy focus on its characters and rightly so as they truly shine throughout the movie which as i've mentioned before is thanks to this brilliant cast and their breathtaking performances. So let me go over these main characters. There's Arvin Russell and Lenora Lefferty, who both become orphans in the prologue of this movie as both their families endure horrific tragedies that leave their parents dead. And the two uh, end up going to the same household and they grow up as a brother and sister. And the two develop a very close relationship with Arvin being the protective older brother. Um Arvin's character definitely has a more dominant uh, role than Lenora and also the other main characters that I would speak about. And although each of these main characters um are the main characters of their own individual story, Arvin is definitely the protagonist of the one unified story that I spoke about just now um that the movie builds towards as the plot progresses. And I think that really helps the audience um Um, in following this movie as the movie jumps around a lot so it's good to have some kind of a central point that the movie can come back to then there's Carl and Sandy Henderson one of the most weird couples you'll see in a movie um these guys basically go along and pick up young men who are hitchhiking and then manipulate them into sleeping with Sandy while Carl takes perverted pictures of them doing it and when they're done Carl kills these men so that he's able to capture their dying moments which he in his own sick way finds artistic. Yeah, really weird. We then have Reverend Preston Teagarden. It's a name that definitely does not fit the sick man that it's attached to. Um the reverend is a sick twisted coward that uses his position and influence in the church to manipulate younger and naive underage girls to sleep with him making them believe that by sleeping with him um 
they will be able to become closer to God. I mean, how messed up is that? Um, lastly, we have Sheriff Lee Bodeker, who is an extremely corrupt uh, sheriff and is involved in a lot of shady business. He also happens to be the older brother of Sandy Henderson. Now, in this movie, the sheriff is currently running for re-election, and so he's constantly worried about Sandy's deranged activities being found out. Now, he's worried about this as if they are found out, people will also start paying more attention to him. And once they do that, the threat of his own sinister actions have a much greater likelihood of being found out, which could put his chances and his position, and his position in extreme jeopardy. Now, from my descriptions of these characters, you can already tell just how dark this movie is. There's a lot of violence, gruesome murders, and other disturbing scenes, and they're all quite graphically depicted. The movie really doesn't hold back on anything. It essentially shows how evil is present everywhere in the world. Sandy and Carl represent those psychotic people whose evil just can't be explained or understood by other people. The Reverend shows those people who will go through any length to satisfy their sick, lustful desires. And Sheriff Bodica shows those corrupt people who are willing to do horrible acts and trample over anyone in order to get to the top and stay there. Alvin also commits some really violent and evil acts, but he himself is not inherently evil as he does these terrible things to fight back against the evil and also to just survive. He's not trying to gain anything in a selfish way. So what's my verdict on this movie? Well, I'd say it's not so much the plot that really stands out, but rather the characters and just how descriptively and realistically they are portrayed. I really can't express in words just what a brilliant job these actors have done. You become immersed in the portrayals, and I like to say that this movie is a sort of showcase for what these actors' abilities are and what they are able to produce on screen. Now, while the whole cast, as I've said a number of times, is brilliant, it's really Robert Pattinson and Tom Holland who really provide the most enjoyable performances in this movie. Robert Pattinson is brilliant as the reverend, as I mentioned before. Um, and it definitely shows the range of his acting ability. His accent and his mannerisms truly embody this character. And I mean, as soon as his character comes onto screen, you instantly know that there's something very, very wrong with this character. Um, it's a very sinister and there's something wrong with this guy. And Penson really sells that role. Um, after this movie, I'm really looking forward to see a lot of other movies that Robert Pattinson has been in, um, like Tenet, uh, and especially Batman. Um, I think people who are eager for his performance um, as Batman should definitely check this out, as even though he's playing a completely different character to Batman, you'll be able to see and understand just how talented he is and why they've chosen him to take on this role. And I think you'll be even more excited for what he's going to bring to the table once you see him in this movie. Tom Holland, however, is just outstanding and spectacular. Um, he plays Arvin. Now, Arvin is somebody who is emotionally scarred and battered from his childhood, 
And so he's grown into a really hardened individual. And Tom really portrays that well in his performance. Um, it shows us, the audience, that he's so much more than just Peter Parker. Um, this is a much more mature role. There's no jokes and lighthearted fun. And Tom handles this with a lot of maturity and professionalism. This really helps someone like Tom, as when you take on a role like Spider-Man, audiences tend to find it hard to disassociate dis the character. And so when they see the character take on different roles that aren't the same as that uh, superhero counterpart, they react negatively. But this role allows Tom to show that he's able to play a completely different character while still delivering a masterful performance. And so people will start to understand that while Spider-Man will probably be his main role for a number of years, Tom is able to offer us so much more as an actor. And so while he continues to play Spider-Man, and even once he's done playing Spider-Man, he'll, he'll be able to go into a number of different projects and maintain his current fan base from Spider-Man and expand it. I'm really excited for the future of Tom Holland and I hope to see him in many different kinds of movies where he's able to showcase more of his acting range and abilities. He's just an absolutely phenomenal actor. So, should you watch this movie right now? Watch it a little bit later when you have more time available? Watch it when you have absolutely nothing else to do? Or should you just not watch this movie at all? Well, you need to understand what type of movie this is. It's extremely dark and gritty. There's a lot of violent and gruesome acts and there's a lot, there's a lot of sensitive um, scenes in it. So if you can't handle that, maybe stay away. But if you can, and if you are interested in seeing a very character-based movie, then yes, I highly recommend that you watch this now. I also recommend that if you're a big fan of Tom Holland or Robert Pattinson or of any of the other amazing actors that I mentioned at the beginning of this review, um, that you also give it a watch as you will really enjoy um, their gripping performances. Lastly, in terms of ratings, I give this an 8.5 out of 10. And if you do choose to watch this, um, I can almost guarantee you that you will really enjoy it. Thank you so much for listening and take care.